Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Oh, but what does make sense is that the God we serve is faithful and he is just and he is a fair and he is a loving God and he is a merciful God and he is a righteous God and he is a right now God and he is a healer and he is a protector and he is king of kings and he is lord of lords and he is the great I am and he is the keeper of our peace and he demolishes and destroys all strongholds and he's given us the power and authority to walk in the fullness of who we are right here on earth that I do know about God, <laughs> that I do know about God, that I do know about God. I trust the character of God. Um, and I think sometimes when we are in a situation or dealing with a problem or dealing with something that's bigger than us, that uh, sometimes we begin to question, question the character of God. But in questioning the char- character of God, What we're really saying is, Lord, I don't believe you or I don't trust you with this season in my life. And the Lord is like, I've already proven myself to you time and time again. At what point and in what season are you really going to trust me with every area of our lives? And because we don't recognize the enemy and because we haven't allowed the root word to take root in us then we kind of walk around haphazardly or live a little bit different than we should. You were never, ever, ever, ever created really to do anything but to worship God. That's why we're here. We were sent here to worship God, for God to get the glory out of our lives. And then when Adam and Eve fell, right? Adam and Eve fell then what happened next just got a little bit crazy. And so with that being said, we got to readjust our thinking so that we can live by faith. You are only, oh my God, I thank you, Holy Spirit. You are only one decision, one choice, one manifestation, one word away from a breakthrough and change. You're only, you're only one word. You just got to know what this word says about your situation. And you just got to know the authority you walk in. We so often walk in less than the authority that we're supposed to. And we're around and we tripping and we mad and we upset and we experiencing all these things. But the problem is we're not rest. We're not um, resting in the authority. We don't walk in our authority. So we talk, you know, we started talking yesterday about knowing your enemy. And we're going to go back there. We're going to be, we're going to kind of stay in that area. But I want to give you a wisdom tool today. I want to give you a wisdom tool today because I feel this in my spirit today. And we're going to let the Holy Ghost leave this thing. Um, Your faith is not working or you're not seeing, seeing God move. And you think it's God or you're delayed for a specific reason. And the Lord is simply saying, nah, I need you to operate according to the principles and the tools and the things that I've given you. I need to. You've already been dealt your measure of faith. I need you to walk by faith. I need you to speak to the mountains. I need you to lay hand on the sick. I need you to 
cast out demons. I need you to trample on serpents. I need you to stop being so wearied and so worried about the things of this world. Because if I get you, if he gets you worried about these things of the world, then he knows he's already got you. So I want to give you a wisdom tool today. Um, this scripture for you to med meditate on. And then we're going to pray and we're going to get in the word today. Oh, ladies, don't forget Bible study 12 noon today. We got 12 noon today. That's the online Bible study. That's at 12 noon. It's about 30 minutes, women. Tap in if you can. Even if you come in tonight, you can still tap into the online community. We're in the Book of Wholeness. And then tonight, we're at the coffee shop. We're going to do communion tonight. I'm really excited about what God has said to me for tonight. So you're going to take communion tonight in sisterhood and just believe God for something. Communion doesn't have to be just the first Sunday. As a matter of fact, the Lord said, do as often as you think on me, do this. <laughs> As often as you remember me, do this. I take sometimes communion daily, so don't think communion is limited to the first Sunday. Let me give you this wisdom tool, and I want to pray. I want to pray. I've been. Uh, I'm reading in Ecclesiastes, and a lot of times we just attribute Ecclesiastes to the scripture about seasons. But Solomon, remember, Solomon was more wise than any king. Solomon is writing Ecclesiastes, and is so full of wisdom, and so. Chapter five, this is the first verse, and this is approaching God with care. It says, as you enter the house of God, my God, keep your ears open and your mouth shut. I need you, I need to say that more than one more time. As you enter the house of God, keep your ears open and your mouth shut. It is evil to make mindless offerings to God. Don't make rash problem, pro pro promises and don't be hasty in bringing matters before God. After all, God is in heaven and you are here on the earth. So let your words be few. <laughs> Too much activity gives you restless dreams. Too many words make you a fool. When you make a promise to God, don't delay in following through. For God takes no pleasure in fools. Keep all the promises you make to him. It is the better to say nothing than make to, to make a promise and not keep it. Don't let your mouth make you sin. And don't defend yourself by telling the temple messenger, the angels, that the promises you made were a mistake. That would make God angry. And he might wipe out everything you have achieved. Talk is cheap. Like daydreams and other useless activities, fear God instead. That's a word of wisdom for you this morning. Just be more quiet. The Lord keeps dealing with me on this. Just be more quiet as you enter the house of God, as you go before God. Keep your, open, keep your ears open and close your mouth. You're missing the opportunity to hear God, to see God, um, to understand what needs to occur for you in this next season because you're just going on with mindless chatter. And the Lord started dealing with me. He's like, I don't think y'all know how much mindless chatter takes place in your brain. So take that bit of scripture this morning, meditate on it. Um, Ecclesiastes 5, 1 through uh, 7. Meditate on that and ask the Lord to give you wisdom for your own life so you don't just be walking around in mindless chatter. You're not just walking around saying absolutely anything. Um, it's easy to get in the temple or at the church or before other people, and we want to show people like how bold and bolsters and uh, nah, just go in differently. <laughs> Go in differently. Take this scripture and use it in wisdom. And ask the Lord, show me the areas of my life where I talk too much. Show, show me the areas in my life where I've been talking too much. Show me how much I've been saying. 
Uh, sometimes I can be on the phone with somebody, and I used to be this way. I ain't telling you something I didn't use. And the Lord will have me one. I have a wisdom for them, but they'll just keep talking. And I'm just like, I'm just going to let them have this conversation because they, they just, it, you don't have to prove how much you know. And for those of us that have dealt with insecurity and other issues, you got to say that to yourself. I cannot, I don't have to prove how much I know. I don't have to be zealous in the word and not have the knowledge or the evidence of it in my life. So that's your wisdom scripture for today. Meditate on that scripture today. Oh, ladies, there's a few spots left for Pillow Talk this weekend. Um, you can go to the website to find out more information or email us at info at justbeinglmj.com. You can pay um, through Friday, through PayPal, through Cash App. Man, I can't wait. This panel of ladies is dynamic. Like, I just cannot wait. We're going to have question and answers. There's going to be an Ask LMJ. There's brunch. There's going to be a few giveaways. But more so, we're going to see the power of God here. You get a journal. Uh, it's just going to be dope. We got a few vendors. So bring a little change for those of y'all that are coming. Bring a little change with you. Also, um, I shared some information. I'm going to share it on my timeline again about a young lady who is looking for a bone marrow donor. Um, after Pillow Talk this weekend, I'm really going to start pushing this issue. She needs a bone marrow donor. If you don't know enough about bone marrow donation, we need you to get in on this and just go uh, from there. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for waking us up this morning. We thank you for all that you are. We thank you for a fresh word this morning, for revelation in your word. Give it us, give us the eyes, Father God, of give us your eyes to see this. Give us your ears to hear this. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Holy Ghost, you lead and guide this thing. Do what only you can do. Father God, we thank you that you go before us, that the angels go before us today. And we cast off every spirit of prevention, every spirit of delay, every hindering spirit, and we bind it back to the gates of hell. And we thank you, Father God, for continuously reversing, my God, reversing all misfortunes, Lord God, that we are walking in our blessed place and our blessed day, and we are receiving you receiving the full benefits of being a joint heir to Christ, of being your most loved and prized possession. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I see some of y'all coming in. We in the Word now. How y'all doing? Good morning, good morning, good morning. Let's get started. So uh, let me give you this uh, scripture and this little bit of encouragement today. We've been talking about knowing your enemy, and a lot of times your enemy is in your mouth. And, and we'll get into that, but I want to give you something this morning to chew and to digest on. And then I'm going to ask you a couple questions and then I need you to take this with you throughout the day. Like I need you to be committed to meditate on this today. Um, because I know without a doubt, we've been giving way too much, too much place to the devil. Like we've been giving way. Can I, can I tell you something? He can only take from you what you give him. My God, he, he can only take from you what you give him. He can only steal from you what you allow him to. He, he can only, he can, the, the word is clear. It says rebuke. He, he's going to rebuke the devourer for our sake, right? He tells us when the enemy comes in like a flood, the word becomes the standard. He can only take from you what you allow him to take from you. He can only have access to what you give him access to. How do we give him access to things? Through our thoughts, through our words, through our deeds, through our actions. I, when the, we are so emotionally moved by life, can I show, I'm going to show you something. 
that every time someone acted on emotion in the word, it caused a hazard or a problem later. Now, God worked it all out for their good, but it caused a problem. So Ephesians 4, 27 and 30 says, give no give, neither give place to the devil. And then it goes on and tells you, let him that stole no more. Don't be no thief. Uh, go to work. Um, um, work with your hands. Then it says, let no corrupt communication. No corrupt communication proceed out your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers, and grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. If the enemy has a seat at your table, it's because you gave place to him. If he has a seat at your table, it's because you gave place to him, because you allowed him to be there and you thought that this was normal and you thought that this was right and you thought that you should operate in this but the word says here don't give place to the devil the word also remember i told you yesterday when i said we just saying too much and we doing too much and we don't really believe the word to be true so let no corrupt communication proceed out your mouth if paul was saying to us no corrupt communication what does no mean no means no corrupt communication. No corrupt communication. If it is not noteworthy, if it's not praised, if it is not edifying, then it should not be released out of your mouth. We are giving way too much attention and a time to the enemy. That's why I keep telling you, you got to be um, solution minded. The Lord was sharing with me some one day. I said, I get, I get, I said, Lord. I said, I want, I don't think we're supposed to spend this much time on problems, on issues, on emotions. And all uh, up, I was up all last night meditating. I woke up, I went to sleep, I woke back up and I started saying this. And I said, what's giving place to the devil? And he said, when you allow your thoughts and your emotions to run rampant and you don't control your emotions. And, and people will say, well, we're human. We're not human. We are spiritual beings. We are not human. You are spiritual beings. You are in a human body. You are in an earth suit. But because you don't know who you are spiritually, you keep accepting and letting him sit at your table. Every time you focus on him, he's sitting at your table. And he's so bold and gangster-like, he's sitting at your table with your legs crossed, laughing at you because he knows you don't have the authority or the word or the power and you don't understand. You wrestling against him in your own strength. And the, and the word was, no, put on the full armor. Let me go to work for you. You don't have to deal it. And so our emotions are everywhere. We are not, I'm going to say this, I'm going to say it three times, maybe five so you can get it. You are not to be managed by your emotions. You are not to be managed by your emotions. You are not to be managed by your emotions. You are not to be managed by your emotions. You are not to be managed by your emotions. Your emotions are a gauge, not a guide. When an emotional response comes to something, your response is to find out how that emotion lines with the word. How does that emotion line with the word? Our emotions will have us thinking this is the way of the Lord. And the Lord is like, this is not my way for you. When we make a decision, how does that align with the word? You got to... The only reason, my God, the enemy is sitting at your table is because you gave. It says, 
give no place, give no place. You gave him a position at your table. You gave him a position at your table. You invited him right on in. You let him come sit down. You let him hang out with you. It started with something simple, like somebody stepped on your shoes. You took the thought that they stepped on your shoes and you ran with it. Oh my gosh, they stepped on my shoes. They don't like the fact that I got these kind of shoes and they were not even thinking about you and your shoes. You are not to be managed by your emotions. They will have you overthinking a situation and you will not consult the Lord about the situation. They will have you depressed, oppressed. Anytime Jesus was presented with a situation, when even he was fatigued and tired, he went to our father to get restored and renewed. Give no place to the devil. Stop letting him sit at your table. Stop letting him sit at your table. He's laughing at you. The word already told us we were going to have aught with our children, right? That's what the word told us. He said, fathers will be against sons. The word already gave us that. So when the enemy comes in like a flood and he's in your house and he, come on, Holy Ghost, and he's trying to destroy the relationship between you and your children, what does the word say to do next? One, some of y'all need to beat your kids' butts. <laughs> some of y'all been sparing the rod and spoiling the child. Some of y'all need to get in a position of prayer. Some of y'all need to consult the Holy Spirit. But all this arguing, all this tussling, all this puffed up, all this allowing your emotions to lead this situation is causing worse damage. The word already told us this was going to come. For those of y'all that are not married, the scripture already gave voice and said, in this day and time, there will be more women than men. And so instead of being in position right and instead of being in position and standing on what the word said and believing god for your husband you'll shift around and try to cause a marriage a situation then you mad or for, for this thing that's going on with divorce the enemy will tell you that to get a divorce and you'll be sitting around saying well god just told me to get a divorce the lord ain't never told you to get a divorce he ain't for a divorce stop you cannot keep giving place to him at the devil if it's a reoccurring, yes, if it's a reoccurring thought, somebody just asked me this, you got to put more word on it. If it does not line, it is not, it is not his best for you. So when you have those reoccurring thoughts and they keep coming on, you got to sit yourself and get yourself in a position. Does that thought align with the word of God? We are to think pure, lovely, noble, noteworthy, and of good report. He's just told us in the scripture, he said, no if no corrupt communication is supposed to proceed out our mouth, then why are we talking about things that are corrupt? <laughs> why are we conceding? There's a scripture that says, I'm, 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 I'm going to look for it. There's a scripture that says we're not even supposed to talk about the things in the dark. That, that's what the scripture, don't even talk about things. Don't even talk about things in the dark. Don't even spend time talking about things in the dark. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for that. Don't even talk about them. We're not even supposed to talk about them. So if we're not supposed to talk about them, why are we spending time talking about them? The, the, the reason we're not seeing, see, we think faith isn't working for us because our emotions will tell you faith is not working. The, the emotions will tell you not that faith is not working. And because you don't understand how divisive your enemy is. And how soothing he can sound. And the fact that he understands the word. You'll justify what's going on around you. If you got a problem in your life. What's the, what did the word say? What did he say in the word? He said if there's a mountain in your way. 
If there's a mountain in your way, what are you supposed to do with the mountain? He told you to speak to the mountain. He told you to command the mountain. If the mountain ain't moved yet, you keep talking to that mountain. You keep speaking to the mountain. If the mountain is dead, if the mountain is poverty, if the mountain is sick, every day you get up, you curse that mountain and you command it to go into the sea until it falls off the cliff. Cliff. But what you don't do is give place to it and keep allowing. You are, not, you are not to be weak and soft. You ain't got to beg God for absolutely nothing. You got to know your authority. You got to know your authority. You got to know where you sit. You got to know who riding with you. You got to know that Christ is in you. And you know, you got to know if God be for me, come on now, who can be against me? If God is for me, see the enemy knows if you really believe what you you can come on here. You can get on a devotional. You can be all excited about it. You can be amen to me. You can repeat me. The enemy is going to come for your words as soon as you hang up for the devotional. I have seen it. I have seen people be on here. I've seen them amen. And then I've seen them go post something contrary to what we just talked about. Let's me know that it ain't no root, no word rooted in you. Because if it was rooted in you, you'd be very careful. How many of you have asked the Holy Spirit to partner with your words or ask the Lord, take over my day, take over my thoughts. I don't want to think. I don't want to think this way anymore. I only want to think according to the word. I only want to think according to the word. We allow so many reoccurring thoughts and he just keeps that the devil is the accuser of the brother. He is going to slander you. He wants you to have relationships that are broken. He wants you to be broken in your finances and your health. He wants your mentality weak. He wants you consumed and overwhelmed. And the reason that he does, he knows whether or not you got some fight in you. He knows whether or not you believe your truth. And the reason that he knows because he's watching the words that come out your mouth. He's watching the words that come at your mouth. He's coming for you. He's coming for your words. He's coming to see if you believe. We'll get bold. We'll start declaring, oh, I'm going to see God in my finances, right? And then a bill or a circumstance or a situation will come up that comes against your finances. And then instead of going, saying what the word says, you'll start saying, You'll start saying, oh my gosh, this bill, this bill is here. Oh my gosh, what am I going to do with it? Instead of remembering, no, my God provides for me. And having a conversation with them and saying to them, you know what? I ain't got the money for this right now. I ain't know we can really do about it. As soon as I get the money for it, we're going to pay it. We gonna... The Lord started teaching me to master my emotions a long time ago. And he reminded me of that this morning. He said, I started showing you this a long time ago. And in some places, you allow the enemy to make you think being vulnerable. My God, what a word for somebody. Being vulnerable and transparent wasn't mastering your emotions. Those are not the same things. Being vulnerable and transparent are different. Having an open heart, having a tender heart, that does not mean you get to be emotionally led. Give no place to the devil. So let me just give you some examples. We grew up on these random examples in the Bible. Look at the cause and effect by people who made emotional decisions, right? Um, if you go into Genesis, Abraham uh, was and Sarah were on their journey and they get to the place of the king, right? And they're in this place and this king comes up and he sees Sarah and she's so beautiful. And Abraham says to Sarah, tell him you my sister. <laughs> 
He didn't ask God to protect him. He didn't ask God to give him wisdom. He didn't ask God for favor. He said, tell them you, tell them, tell them, tell them you my sister. And so Sarah gets ready to tell them they're the sister. And the Lord speaks to the king and says, oh my God, if you touch her, I'm going to kill you. If I'm, you touch her, kill her. And the king comes back and says to Abraham, my God, what have you done here? That was an emotional decision. Cain and Abel, emotional decision. David and Bathsheba, an emotional decision. Job, when he let his friends get in his ear, an emotional decision. Come on now. Emotional decisions wreck our lives. And why? Because we're giving place to the devil. We've allowed him to sit at our table. You cannot afford to give place to him. You got to find out what the word says and what the truth of the word says and deal with it. And sometimes we'll be like, well, David cried out to the Lord. I ain't saying that. But in the New Testament, Jesus didn't tell us. He told us to take some authority. He said, you better let, he said, I'm giving you, you endure with the same power I have. This power ain't just on me, this power on you. If I were you, I'd get up this morning and lose my mind. Everything that is in my life and everything that was in my finances and everything that was going on with my children, I would get radical and I would start speaking to the mountain, casting them in the sea. Lay your hands on your own body this morning and determine and declare that you'll be healed and set free. And if it don't, can I tell you this? That's why we don't understand faith. Come on, Holy Spirit. Thank you for the revelation. The reason that we don't understand faith is because feelings, emotions teach us to be moved. And so if we, we don't think God is moving if we don't feel him moving. But faith isn't about a feeling. Faith is about trusting. Faith is about believing in the inevitable. And you may not feel that God moves swiftly, quietly, in sync with himself. And so if you're waiting, my God, if you're waiting on him and to feel this, you're going to be in trouble. Don't wait on a feeling or a power. Just start talking to it. If one of your kids come into the house and they speaking crazy to you and they rolling their neck, you just look in the name of Jesus out. I promise you gonna honor me. I promise you you're gonna respect me. I promise you you are my inheritance of the Lord and you're gonna reflect that. If something rises up in your finances, I promise you you're gonna get in line with the word. Why? Because I've given no place to the devil. I'm a tither. I'm a seesaw. He ain't got no place. You ain't got no place in my finances because the tide tells me he rebukes the devourer for my sake. You ain't got no health in my healing, my, my physical body. Why? Because I'm eating right. Why? Because I'm exercising. Why? Because I'm getting enough sleep. I'm doing the natural things, right? And so I'm not going to receive this generational curse on my family. They can live with it. But what I'm not going to do today is I'm not going to, and I'm definitely not, you're not sitting at my table. I told the, I told the enemy that you won't sit at my table anymore. We're, we're done with these conversations. We're done talking about these same things. As a matter of fact, I'm going to do what the word says. I'm getting ready to resist you and you're going to move around. <laughs> I'm going to resist you and you're going to flee. I'm going to resist you and you're going to get on because you're not going to sit at my table. You're not eating. He said the word Psalms 23. He said, I prepare a table for you in the presence of your enemies. I will. I prepare. So if God prepares the table, why are we letting the enemy sit at our table? Why are we letting him say, we've given place to him. We've given too much room to him. We're giving too much conversation. We're giving too much talk. Before you make a decision today, ask the Holy Spirit to show you. And if it's a major decision, don't be moved. Before you make a post today, before you take somebody today, ask the Holy Spirit to be with you. 
so that you don't make another emotional choice or decision. We are not supposed to be focused on anything that's negative at all. We were not created that way. We are not supposed to be focused on anything negative at all. We were not created that way. You were created. You were created for his glory, by his glory, to praise, to worship him. That's why your body breaks down so easy because you've been generating such negative energy inside. Your body is responding to the negativity. So then if the enemy got your mind, you can't walk in your purpose. You can't walk in your purpose. You can't receive something by faith if he got your mind. If he got your mind, you can't walk in your purpose. Why? Because you offset, you off-centered. You so consumed about you and your environment. You ain't even took time out today and asked the Lord, how can I serve you today? What can I do for you today? Who around me needs me to intercede for you today? Who around me needs you to intercede for me today? Come on now. Who around me? How, what do I need to do? Who do I tap into? Who do I give to today? Give no place. Stop giving him a seat at your table. Stop repeating all this ungodly, bab this babbling. Stop repeating circumstances. Uh, if something happens against you, don't carry it nowhere else. Cast out the thought. Cast out the imagination. And look and see what the word says. But whatever you do, don't give no place to him today. Be done with him. Stop partnering with him. Now you can't eat at my table. Now you can't sit at my table. Now you're not getting ready to be in my mind. From this day forward, make a decision. He can't. Come on, Contessa. <laughs> make a decision. You're not going to sit at my table. You're not going to have authority in my house. You're not going to have authority over my children. As a matter of fact, I'm going to give very little voice to you. And the only voice, come on, Holy Ghost. The only voice that I'm going to give is when I tell you to back up. The only voice that I'm going to give is when I walk in my authority. That's the only voice I'm going to give you today. I'm not getting ready to repeat all this. I'm not. As a matter of fact, when somebody hear this again, it's going to be because my testimony was that I overcame by the blood of the lamb. That's going to be the only time we hear this again. That's going to be the only time we talk about this then. I'm going to cast down every wicked imagination and everything that exalts itself against the word of God. If God isn't thinking it, I'm not going to think it. Why? Because I'm a spiritual being. And the minute that you start doing this, faith is going to go to work for you. You're going to see your ways around you change. You're going to see your environment around you change. The minute that you make the decision that I have the same authority as Christ Jesus, you're going to see a power moving your household, a power. If the enemy comes back in, you remind him going right back out your door. I was talking to him this morning. None of this exists. None of this belongs here. And none of this is going to stay here. Why? Because I'm not going to give absolutely any place to the devil. Why? Because he doesn't belong at my table. Why? Because I'm not giving it to him. I'm not giving him anything. I'm not giving him any room. I'm not going to give him any thoughts. I dealt with myself on so much this last year because I knew the areas in my life. Become self-aware. Ask him. Can I tell you the thing that's, that's getting you? It's your self-talk. It's the things that you say in your head, the things that you say when no one else is around you. I promise you. I promise you that's it. Well, I love y'all. I love y'all more than I can imagine. Take authority today. Father God, we thank you for this word today. We declare it. We stand steadfast in it. We will not. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.